Well, we hope it's prayer. That's what you're talking about because this is our urgent prayer intention request show. It's very important. We dedicate the entire episode to prayer. Jerry, it goes very fast this hour, but we storm heaven. Why? Because we are prayer warriors, the church militant, and we are... um, asking God for many things that, that we need him to show up um, in our lives very quickly, right now, not not another day. We can't wait another mm-hmm. minute. So it's urgent prayer requests today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. All right, you are welcome to start dialing right now, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Debbie and I talk about it a lot. This show has kind of unfolded organically from its beginning. And one of the features of this, I think it's a beautiful feature of the Take Two family, has been the prayer aspect of this uh, of this radio program. We get prayer requests actually 24 hours a day, seven days a week at TakeTwoShow.com. But we have these couple of prayer shows each month. One is God, I need you now. And the other one is whom or what are you praying for? So today is your opportunity to get anything important in your prayer life prayed for along with the entire Take Two family around the world. 833 833- 288-3986. Urgent needs, please call in and we'd like to pray uh, with you and for you. We are the mystical body of Christ. That's how we, we show up. Okay. And we really do uh, kind of, um, we pester heaven, if you will, uh, in a good way so that we can gain some attention here, right? We need that, right? Because we have these urgent requests that we must have answered. Please, if you have something that you want to share with uh, the Take Two family, now is the time to do it. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We ask you, please, if you're listening, you are part of our family. Please dial in 833-288- Three nine eight six. That's the number to call. You have these urgent needs and requests that you would like heaven to respond. Don't forget, we have our prayer book that Debbie keeps up to date as well. So if you have someone living or deceased that you feel you want to have put in that uh, prayer book, then we'd be happy to do that. I'm just going to throw one out there, Debbie. It's not urgent necessarily, but I learned yesterday one of my nephews is thinking about the priesthood. So... Wow. Yeah. It's from oh. my brother's family. You know all of them there in the Phoenix area. Is it, is it Anita's family? Yes. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. my Anita and John. I love them. They are an amazing uh, couple and beautiful family. And one is considering and discerning the priesthood. Wow. So you should be uh, talking to him quite often mm-hmm. because you went through that discernment process. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, with with seven sons, I, I kept I kept telling them, you got to give at least one of these boys to the priesthood. So, right, 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 right. So wow. that's a that's a prayer intention there. And my pastor, Father Paul uh, Smith, he uh, continues to uh, get tests and things like that for uh, for the he had the brain tumor removed a few years ago and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just really tough. We had to actually have uh, rail, uh, rails put in from the uh, from uh, leading down from the altar for him to come down and give communion. Sure. So he braces himself now. Sure. So um, sure. Anyway, please keep Father Paul in your prayers, everyone, if you would. Mm-hmm. So he's having balance issues. He is having yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, balance, okay. equilibrium. You know. Um, okay. Yeah. But he well, is. I, you would never know it. You would never know he's going through what he's. He's, he's shared it with me, and he's well. He's welcomed me to share it with the world, but. Just to be around him, he is his usual self, and he is just a great, great pastor and shepherd for our Mm, parish. How beautiful. And that, uh, you know, reminds us that we need to pray for our priests and our deacons and um, our religious, so that's important. Um, The souls in purgatory, um, to pray to stop uh, abortion, 
um, you know, pray that we, we uh, stop with all the offenses against um, our God. This is the, the month of the precious blood of Jesus. So there's a lot to pray for. I know there's a lot of people uh, suffering in the areas of the, of the world they live in with uh, the climate and things that are going on um, uh, with the weather. It's, it's tough. People are really finding it hard uh, to get through the summer. Let's pray for all of them. How about people who are out of work? We need to pray for them because they need to be back at work. They want to be productive. So there's a lot we're praying for, um, but we, you have um, specific needs. Um, we would really like to hear from you. And at the end of the show, Jerry will say the very first prayer, and then we continue. We continue with adoration, rosaries, going to mass. So it doesn't just stop with that first prayer, okay? So please uh, know that this is part of, of something we take we take very, very seriously. So call in right now, 833-288-3986. As you can tell, Debbie and I could fill a whole hour with our own prayer intentions, but oh, yeah. we don't want to. We don't want to do that because you are part of this family, the Take Two family. Let us pray for whatever is important to you. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six is the phone number to call. Could be a, a marital issue that you're going through. It could be a, a loved one who's away from the faith. Uh, maybe you're having struggles yourself. Maybe it's a medical issue for somebody, a job situation. We just love having you call in, and we love to be able to pray with you for whatever's going on, 833-288-3986. Well, and sometimes you're just tired. You know, you've been praying around the clock, and that's why we say mm-hmm. pray for you. We 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 pick up where, where you're just exhausted, okay, because we're, we are the body of Christ. There are many times, I mean, Jerry and I can talk about uh, previous uh, episodes and situations that we were in in our life where we were just exhausted and other people around us, they kept it going, right, Jer? And it's very yeah. important that we do that. We support one another as the body of Christ. You know, we take this seriously, folks, and we'd like you to take it seriously too. This isn't just like, hey, let's do an, let, uh, uh, a broadcast about prayer. We really, we really invest ourselves and we believe in it. And so if that, with that, if you have a praise report, Please, we've got to praise God. Call it in, 833-288-3986. I'm glad you emphasized, you know, how seriously we take the prayers of the Take-Two family. I know that you and you and Marty, you know, I, at all times during the day, you know, when prayer, when, you know, intentions come to mind, you lift them up and mm-hmm. myself, you do you as know, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my rosary every day and my chaplet of divine mercy and my mass intentions always include the Take Two family. And please remember, folks, this is a two-way street. We ask for your prayers as well for Debbie and myself and Ace and Matt and Jeff and all of the show team and people at EWTN mm-hmm. that God will continue to give us the blessings and the grace is necessary to do what we do here with you on the radio every day. But again, it's uh, time for you to call in with your prayer intentions, 833-288-3986. And if you uh, can't call in, but you can email us, send your prayer intention at take2 at EWTN.com. Don't forget that Ace McKay, our wonderful producer, has the prayer wall up on Take2Show.com. So you can always um, access that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But if you call us, we'd love to hear your voice at 833-288-3986. This is God, We Need You Now show. Jesus 911, right? We need you now. Okay, please call us. 
Well, we have a lot of prayer requests to get to already. First, I just want to tell you very quickly that Prudence Robertson keeps you informed and educated with the latest news and truth about abortion, euthanasia, assisted suicide, and the culture of death. That's on EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. And we can send EWTN's Pro-Life Weekly directly to your email inbox every week. All you have to do is visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we're going to get to the phones. Uh, Jerry, I just noticed that um, our caller from England just dropped. So if you would like to call back, we'll put you at the front of the line, but you have an urgent prayer request uh, for your grandchild. Um, God knows what's going on with your grandchild. So we will definitely add your grand, your, your grandchild to the prayer book and um, start praying uh, very um, intensely uh, so that your, your, grand, your grandchild can be... Um, can be safe. So if you, but if you'd like to call back from England, please do so. Our international callers, we, we do put to the front of the line because you guys have a, you know, it's a, it's an extra couple steps to get to us. So Jerry, um, yeah, when children are involved in any urgent prayer request, it's very important, you know, that we, that we really take it on seriously and go and, and really, uh, storm heaven, literally storm heaven as much as we can, because these children, I mean, their, their innocence, their, 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 their lives are being, um, there are, are really being, um, you know, hurt in many ways, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and it's, it's, it's not good. And scripture tells us what is, what does Jesus say about that? You don't hurt the little ones because their angels in heaven are beholding the face of, of the father. So it's a, yeah, we've got to, we've got to take the kids seriously. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to get to some calls now, starting with Roxanne in Texas, who was listening today on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hello, Roxanne. Oh, hello, Debbie. Hello. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you? Good. I don't want to take long because I want that lady to call back about her little one. Um, But I went to see that movie, The Sound of Freedom, about Mm -hmm. the the child trafficking that's going on globally. And um, a friend of mine said when she went to the theater, there were only 10 people in the theater, even though uh, it was you couldn't buy tickets to the movie anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they found out that the theaters were blocking the seats and blocking the tickets. And um, some people reported that they're turning the air conditioner off in the theater. And that um, another, my other friend said that uh, someone she knew in Las Vegas, they did the same thing. They stopped like selling tickets or they blocked the tickets to the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel like Satan's at work here trying to prevent this message from getting out to awaken people to this awful thing that's happening in, in our world um, to children and the harm that's being done. And I think, um, you know, Jim Caviezel was very brave to, to do this movie. And and, and um, I just, I, it saddens me that these kinds of things happen when you're trying to get this message out about mm-hmm. uh, something that's really happening in our world. And I just, it's not a personal prayer, but it's just a passion of mine that, that this comes to an end. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that um, that we can pray about, you know, that mm-hmm. that God... I know it took five years for them to get this movie out, and right. Disney shelved it. Disney had it. They shelved it. And um, it took them a long time, and now people are responding. They made $41 million in the box office. Indiana mm-hmm. Jones only made $11 million, so people want to see it. So right. anyway... I, well, that's it. 
Yeah, Ro- Roxanne, you're, it, there's, it's no surprise that um, th- those that are benefiting from this, you know, billion dollar industry of sex trafficking, you know, it, it's no surprise that they're going to be out there trying to stop this, of course. I mean, and we know that when there's a resistance like this that's coming from, um, from the evil one, what do we do? Well, we have to go even stronger, right? We have to, we have to show up even stronger. And like you're doing, you're, you're raising awareness. So that'll get people to say, I'm going to the theaters and let's bring my whole family. You know, we need to do that. And, and we're going to, we're going to come up against resistance and it's going to keep happening because it let's, let's, let's face it. I mean, the sides are being drawn. I mean, this is a good versus evil. It's, it really is in the world right now. And I, I referenced, um, I don't know if you heard it when you were on hold Roxanne, but I was referencing, um, Matthew 18, 10, um, where Jesus says, you know, uh, don't hurt these little ones, for I say to you that, that in heaven their angels do uh, behold the face of, of my father. Wow. I mean, it's it's a really, we're in a difficult situation when people who are benefiting off of hurting children, and see, here's the sad part about it, Roxanne and Jerry. I, I shared this with my brother yesterday. What bothers me about what's going on with this good versus evil in the world is is those of us who are trying to be good, right? We're, we're going to get slaughtered with the evil ones because our good Lord wipes it all out. You know, he wipes things out, the good end, because it's, it gets to a point where it's so offensive there's nothing more than to, than to than to wipe it clean, and that really bothers me. That there's so many good people trying to do the right thing. That's why it's important that we get out there and catechize as fast as we can to get people over to the quote unquote good side. What do you say, Roxanne? Absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate all of that. Yes, better to tie a millstone around your neck and be thrown into the deepest ocean than to hurt a child. Yeah, and it's, amen. It's, just terrible what's happening terrible mm-hmm. i appreciate you guys so much thank you for oh. your show thank you roxanne we really appreciate you too um for for anyone who may not be aware of this movie uh, just real quickly the sound it's called sound of freedom jim caviezel who played jesus in the passion of the christ it's about the uh, child human trafficking and the, the sex sex trade with with children and everything like that so please folks make every i haven't seen it yet i'm going to check mm-hmm. uh, check it out in local mm-hmm. theater oh beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful but let's just let's really storm the theaters you know and if they're if they're i mean let's face it you know the whole movie is about satan and his involvement he is the father of lies and he is really trying to destroy our children so it would be no surprise that satan doesn't want mm-hmm. to, get, to get this movie out there so that's right let's do all and we can to make sure and it's it a, it's based on the true story of tim ballard and and all that he's done to rescue these children from the the trafficking industry which is so uh lucrative to so many people remember there's a lot of people involved in this not just you know everybody always thinks it's it's one person that's that's controlling this or or a group of people no it 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 has its its tentacles in, in a lot of places and that's the problem is you know businesses and stuff and all sorts of things are benefiting from using our children and what what was the what was the uh, the line in the movie God's children are not for sale not for mm-hmm. sale yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right very good let's continue with your calls go to Ontario Colin is listening to us there on the station of the cross hello Colin <laughs> welcome to the program yeah how are you <clears throat> doing okay how are you Colin okay uh, yeah okay uh, a prayer request for my brother's girlfriend, her name is Charlotte, and she needs uh, Lord to heal her. She has cancer, and uh, it's getting worse, 
And I just need everybody to understand that the Lord can heal and do anything He wants. So uh, please, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting my request in for Him to hear this prayer and to miraculously heal her. Okay. Beautiful. But Colin, let me just ask you this quick question. We, we put Charlotte in the prayer book. Yes, we will ask God for a healing. Yes, we will ask God for a miracle. Let me just ask you a little bit about Charlotte. Where is she with her faith life? Uh, well, she I don't think she really has one. So that's why I'm praying for her deeply. And uh, I will be talking to my brother about it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I hope that she comes to God. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the thing, Colin, and that that's it, the the um the goal is for everyone to get to heaven. Okay? That's the goal, to be united with God. And Charlotte deserves that and and she should be open to that if she if if that's what she wants to achieve. And and so by you maybe gently talking to to your brother and getting getting Charlotte to just be open to all of these prayers um, that are we, that we are storming heaven for her um, you know full healing her to be open to it so that it can start to transform her from the inside that would be wonderful Colin so we're going to pray for that as well okay and also just one more quick one just a uh, a protection for myself and my family against any harm mm-hmm. in, in the okay. future. Absolutely. Yeah, we got all of those in the prayer book, Colin. Thank you so much. I, I love the uh, the great words Debbie spoke to you there. And, you know, there, there's more than one kind of healing. You know, I, I remember that from my, my sister's passing away about six years ago. She had been away from the faith for a long time, and she was healed spiritually. She didn't get healed of the cancer, but she was healed, <clears throat> healed spiritually and died, you know, with the sacraments. So our, our prayers will be there for that physical healing, but definitely for spiritual healing for Charlotte. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate that very much. Um, you met, you put out a request for praise reports, Debbie, and we got one on Facebook. Please tell uh, me. Good morning, Jerry and Debbie. You prayed before the, before for the struggles with my husband's alcoholism. I know that God heard you. My husband went to Mass for the first time in months this past Sunday, and he signed up to volunteer with one of the ministries at church. Wow. He's slowly coming back. Thank you for praying. I ask that you continue to pray for us and our finances, too, that God will help us meet our financial obligations. Thank you. And that is from Stephanie at Jerry and Debbie's Facebook page. Oh, Stephanie, thank you so much. Praise be to God. That is wonderful. Keep it going. Keep it going. You know, you, when we make one step towards God, he comes rushing to us. So mm-hmm. always remember that. So you, you, and you want to keep it going. Okay. We'll go back to the phones. Uh, Jerry, Mike in Kansas City, Missouri um, is up next on the EWTN app. Hi, Mike. Hey, Jerry and Debbie. How are you doing today? Pretty Great. well, Mike. How about you? Yep. A little bit of, there's a little bit of wind there, it sounds like, Mike, in your phone. Uh, sorry. Um, okay. uh, I wasn't going to call in today because you know, today was your urgent prayer request, but I tried calling in on your uh, other prayer show the, uh, last week. And then, Jerry, you mentioned about your nephew discerning for the uh, priesthood, and I was going to call in last week, and I'm also discerning, but instead for the priesthood, I'm discerning for the diaconate for our diocese, and I just pray for the Holy Spirit to help guide my family into making this decision. And, you know, God gave me a 
servant's heart, and so I always feel the call to serve. And uh, just kind of a quick story here. Uh, the church I go to here in Kansas City, uh, we had a Monsignor. Uh, he just recently passed away, but he served the Lord for 42 years at our church, and we had a uh, his replacement come in, and he was there for about a month, and I helped him set up for Masses and, and kind of knew how he wanted things done. Well, then he left. And he was gone for about six months, and a couple other people in the church asked me if I want to be, become a deacon. And I was like, oh, no, like, I want to be the best lay person I, as I can right now. And the first Mass, that, when, the, when the priest came back after six months, uh, you know, I remember how he wanted things done, so I got everything set up. And the first words he spoke to me after Mass was, hey, Mike, you think you, think you want to join the diaconate? So sometimes I joke around with people, and I say, you know, sometimes God's got to hit you on the side of the head with a two-by-four, and I say, well, here's my sign. Absolutely, Mike. You know, we all, hopefully we all are, are sensitive to those, you know, things that the Holy Spirit does, especially speaking through people. But, you know, when we hear that scripture passage, you know, the, the harvest is, is rich, but the laborers are few. We always think of typically of priests, but, you know, the diaconate is so very, very important. It's a key ministry within the church, and God bless you for being open to that. Um, it's, a, it's a process. I, I presume you're married, Mike? Yeah, I'm been married okay. for six years, and I have three beautiful daughters. Okay. Well, yeah, um, go for it. And I know uh, Debbie will join me in saying we're going to pray for you and the entire Take-Two family will be lifting Mike up in prayer. Absolutely, Mike. And uh, so your wife will be going through formation um, classes with you. Is, is the whole family supportive of it, Mike? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, in our diocese, in the Kansas City St. Joe diocese, it's a five-and-a-half-year process now. They kind of up the uh, education requirement a little bit. And, okay. And uh, I was, you know, thought maybe this year we could start, but, you know, my wife and I, we sat and just kind of prayed and said, you know, this ain't quite the time yet. So hopefully here, you know, in the future, whenever God's willing, you know, we can start that. I can start my, you know, formation process and serve the Lord. And quickly, someone asked me, you know, like, Mike, why are you doing this? And I said, well, if I can, you know, if I, if it is God's will for me to become a deacon and serve him, and if, you know, how many years I'm able to do that, I said, if I can save one sheep and Mm -hmm. get one sheep to know Jesus, then I knew Mm -hmm. I did a good job. That's amazing. Wow. Mike, will you um, check in with us from time to time? We'd love to journey with you, okay? We love the deacons. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. You, yeah, that is an yeah. amazing call. What a great... I Beautiful. Put Mike and his whole family in the prayer book. Uh, Jerry, um, lo- this just came in for Laura, who uh, just heard the sad words, you have only weeks uh, to months... To- uh, weeks um, to maybe some months to live. Um, her breast cancer turned into uh, inoperable lung cancer. Um, she's a devout Catholic, but mentally um, she's scared and she's pretty numb to this whole thing. So this is for Laura. Um, we need we need heavy duty prayers around her, and I'm sure her family as well. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. As as, as sad as that is, um, we will definitely pray for that intention. 
and we would uh, love to have you join us here. Today is uh, Urgent Prayer Intentions. God, I need you now on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. We have the usual show team in place. Our producer is Ace McKay. Our call screener is Matt Gabensky, and Jeff Burson is monitoring social media. So if you're watching the video stream on YouTube or Facebook, hello to all of you, and please feel free to put your prayer intentions in there. Jeff will get some of those over to us. And as always, at the end of the show, whether or not we get to your intention on the air, even the ones that don't get on the air are mentioned, uh, we will definitely be praying for all of them as we gather them up together and offer them to the Lord at the end of the program. Here's the phone number, excuse me, 833-288-3986. One of our couple of shows we do during the month when we pray on the air, so we're kind of having a virtual prayer meeting here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie mm-hmm. on EWTN. We'll go right back to your calls on the phone. Diana is holding patiently in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, tuning in today on Holy Spirit Radio. Hi, Diana. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I have a few requests. Uh, one is um, I want to say Thanksgiving to God. My daughter is pregnant, and oh. um, her husband. Yeah, it's wonderful. And her um, husband is Jewish, so I'm hoping this little grandchild of mine will bring um, him to the Catholic faith. They did get married in the Catholic Church, and he agreed to raise the children Catholic. So I'm hoping that um, the grandchild will help bring him to our Lord in the Catholic faith. Um, Another thing is my uh, nephew was suffering from uh, alcoholism. He's only 21 going on. No, he actually just turned 22, and he just got a rehab not that long ago, but he's drinking again. So he really needs the strength and the support um, uh, from prayer, and um, hoping his family will support him and help him get through this. Um, and I will. I'm going to do my best as well. Um, and then the last is, if we can pray for the prisoners. I have a situation. I volunteered at the Bucks, well, at the prison, and um, before COVID, I was doing it for years, doing a Bible study. And then COVID happened, and then they were letting people in to volunteer, and they weren't letting me and a Catholic priest in. And we kept asking why they wouldn't let us in. Uh, long story short, they told me I had to go to a, a meeting, and I had to sign this form saying that I violated the viol- volunteer handbook in order to get in the prison, and anxious to get back into the prison, I signed it, and then I realized this was wrong. I signed a lie, and I allowed them to commit a sin, too, so I asked for them to please let me know the violation or to rescind the form, and uh, what ended up happening was... Um, I did get into prison to do one Bible study, but they had all these roadblocks in. It was too long of a story, but the bottom line is they said that they'll rescind the form, but they are no, no longer letting me in the prison again. So they, I don't believe they like Catholics. They won't let us give out our Catholic Bibles. Uh, they let other denominations give out their Bibles when I was doing the Bible study before COVID. But um, I just really feel bad for those prisoners because they are spiritually starving to death. And I also personally need prayers to know how to deal with this. Like, uh, I want to write a letter, and I'm hoping God—well, praying to God. I know He will help me. But I'm asking for your prayers that they help me write—that God help me write this letter the way He wants me to write it and to fight in the manner He would like me to fight and go as far as He wants me to go, not me, but Him. So I uh, really—and I have so many beautiful stories about how God's Word has changed those prisoners. It's just so beautiful and amazing. Um, and I just feel so bad that they're deprived of that now. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm not surprised that you have those stories, Diana, because Debbie and I have both corresponded with prisoners in the past and, you know, been pen pals and so forth. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't really realize how very spiritual many of them are and how hungry, like you said, they're starving for the faith. So God bless you for Mm -hmm. that very, very important ministry. Congratulations on the expectant baby, the the grandchild there. And of course, uh, you know, with... uh, with your nephew, uh, you know, there's always hope, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's, uh, you know, relapsed a little bit right now, but God is the God of second and third and fourth and 10th and hundredth chances. And we're definitely going to pray. We'll put him in our prayer book along mm-hmm. with all of the intentions mm-hmm. that you mentioned, but yeah, thank you. It's, it sounds like he has a lot of support around him, Debbie, which I think will be very important. Well, and yeah, I was just going to say, we, we'll, we'll pray, um, but please, if you can, whatever you can introduce around him, because there's a lot of resources out there for him to get the support. And I've, I'm, we're both life coaches, Diana, and I've been telling, I've been telling our clients uh, since the pandemic, you know, don't just get one person around you, get a team around you, because we need that kind of added support at various times of, of the day and the week and the hour. Um, so, so if you just have one person and that person's not available or that group is not available, then you, you kind of feel lost. So he needs to get a team around him and he's so young. He should, he should definitely try to get past this. Diana, as for you going forward, trying to, um, you know, share your concerns about what's going on in this prison, have you, you know, I would, have you thought about bringing in your guardian angels, excuse me? Um, have you thought about bringing in your guardian angels on this and ask your guardian angel to really help you, um, go before you to see what's the next steps and who to go to, if it's like a local representative or something like that. Um, I just think that would really, um, that would really be a good addition to when, as you're discerning the movement forward. What do you think? I, th- I think that's a great idea. I really do. And and I, did, I was thinking about going to uh, the, the commissioners yeah. and my uh, congressman and all. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's a great idea, though, to send my angel before me. That That is that's a beautiful um, idea. I will definitely oh, yeah. do that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, they're Thank your you. they're your soul guards, your bodyguards. You know, we don't need we don't need to pay any uh, bodyguard to protect us. We've got great um, heavenly help with our guardian angel. So so God know God knew we were going to be faced with a lot of things. And you're put in this position, obviously, to go up against people who obviously don't you know care for uh, our Catholic faith. So um, uh, Diana, you're probably the perfect person to do it. So uh, God bless you. Keep us posted, okay? Okay. Thank you very much, and God bless all of you. God thank bless you, you too. Thank you. And I, I just want to say real quickly, she was saying that her daughter is pregnant and he, she's married to a, a Jewish um, a person. And that's wonderful. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's these uh, interfaith marriages are very, can be very rich and very beautiful, especially when uh, you do have the one spouse agreeing to raise the children Catholic. So it's, it'll become, you know, you'll get the, the, um, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and it's, it'll be very fruitful and beautiful. So that's, mm. that's, a good good start to having that baby um have have that in in her family so that's wonderful okay yeah all right to cleveland we go danny listening on the rock today hi danny what can we pray for with you hi danny hi hi everybody um i just want to say praise to the lord jesus christ this is the lord the day this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad i um my 54 year old um Dad, I have three awesome daughters. I uh, recently went in for a CAT scan um, for a surgery, and they found some um, masses on my kidney. Um, 
I know this sounds selfish, but I'm asking the world to pray for me and pray for my caregiving team. I uh, pray the rosary with Mother Angelica or on the Hallow app. I didn't mean to put a a plug in there for it, but Mm -hmm. I am just anxiety-ridden, a nervous wreck. My family and my faith and my friends, the three Fs, have just been wonderful. Um, I just, I'm so scared of dying. I'm so scared of what's ahead. So I'm asking the world, sorry, to come. Just to come and pray. Pray for all of us. But I'm asking everybody to pray. Mm-hmm. But Danny, can I ask you a question? Not to put you on the spot, but you, you, you put it out there. So, so I hope you're open to this question. Why are you scared of dying? I don't know. I'm scared of purgatory. Um, I'm a man of faith. I strayed away from it whenever I was a kid, you know, now being a kid, 21 to, you know, 30-ish. Um, I hate to say it, I'm in a happily divorced. Um, their mom and I work well together with the kids, but they're older now, 17, 19, and 21. I'm scared of dying. I'm scared of going to purgatory. I'm scared of some of the judgmental thoughts I've had my whole life, but sure. I've been working on them. I've been going to confession. I've been going to uh, St. Bernadette's out here in Westlake. Good, good. I've just been praying, and yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just asking for the world to come together for all of us with anxiety and medical issues coming on. I know that sounds very selfish. No, no, not at all. You have a family, and you want to live, and that's that's what we all want to do. We all want to live. We all want to survive. So, Danny, a um, couple things. Absolutely, we will take this on and pray. Absolutely. You got to keep us posted, and, and also, I just wanted to say this. Um, you know, sometimes the good Lord presents these situations for us so that we do get stronger. We can get past some of the fears that we have, okay? So I just want to encourage you that when you are past this— to really work on, um, you know, getting, shedding some of those fears and start building your confidence in, in eternal life. Okay. Build that confidence. Father Robert Spitzer, great, great YouTube videos on, um, the afterlife and near death experiences. Okay. That can help build, um, you know, your, your confidence in, in the other side, right? Also too, the, the, um, uh, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, the St. Faustina's Diary. I highly recommend it, Danny. Okay, that will help you build that confidence. Uh, the Surrender Novena, Novena fa, uh, uh, um, Father Delindo Rutolo's um, Surrender Prayer and Novena, very important. All of this can help you when you are past this kidney situation, okay? Because you just don't want God serving up the same lesson over and over again to get you to get to a place where you are are comfortable, whatever the outcome will be. So I, so yes, we will pray. But I let me hear quick comments because then Jerry has something much more profound to say. Um, I'm just asking, what was that YouTube channel again? 
Father Robert Spitzer. Um, if you just go to YouTube, type in Father Robert Spitzer and, and type in near-death experiences or the afterlife, you'll get several interviews he did or, and, and videos, and it's fascinating, Danny. And Father Robert Spitzer is amazing. That man is so brilliant. It's it's incredible. And I hear he listens to Take Two. So Father Spitzer, if you're listening, we love you very much. So Danny, yes, please do that. Build your confidence in the afterlife. Build your confidence in eternal life because that is going to enable you, you to live your best life here. Okay? Okay. And just real quick, Danny, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, not wanting to pray, you know, for yourself, you know, feeling a little bit selfish about that or whatever. Um, We all understand what that's like. I certainly do. One of the ways that I kind of, uh, you know, alleviate that in my own mind and heart is if I pray, when I pray my rosary or my chaplet of divine mercy, I'll add a sixth decade on at the end. Like when I pray the chaplet of divine mercy, I'll, the sixth one is for me. So it's, it's extra, it's over and above, you know, the five decades of the chaplet, which I try to pray more than once a day anyway. But don't, don't ever feel bad about praying for yourself, Danny, because God loves you so much and mm-hmm. he sees your heart. He sees the tears that you've obviously shed over the situation. And I love what Debbie said, you know, when, when this is behind you, we're going to, we're going to confidently believe that that's going to happen. Then you will have uh, even, even a greater testimony to share with people about your faith life. Okay, Danny. Okay. Thank you guys. God bless. God bless you too. Absolutely. Keep us posted, Danny, please. Okay. Beautiful call. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to uh, Bonnie, the upper peninsula of Michigan, listening on Northern Apostle Radio. Bonnie, welcome. Hello. Hello there. Hi. How can we pray with you today? Well, I have a daughter that's 43. She has a daughter that's 11 that I have with me right now visiting. They live in Oregon. Um, she, I'm going to try to be snake this. So, there's so much, but I'm going to try to condense it. She at one time, was a very go-getter. She went to school, worked while she went to school, a wonderful registered nurse, um, worked, lived in Wisconsin, worked at the hospital there, and everything, and they wanted a child, and she had suffered from endometriosis really bad, so they had to take some of her female, you know, parts and things like that. But anyway, they told her it would very be be very slim if she ever got pregnant. But she did. And um, and she, we're blessed with Claire now. She's 11. And so then they did a complete hysterectomy on her at 34, which I think caused her mental state to go a little bit in the wrong direction because now they moved out to Oregon that was another thing. She seemed like she wasn't grounded. She wanted to she'd do these spontaneous things. And Long story, they were out there. They got divorced. She right now is homeless. She turned and started doing methamphetamine, mm-hmm. which is scared. I, can't, I still can't comprehend what, got, what happened to her. She's not working. She's Claire is living with her father. She doesn't. She loves her mother, but she Jenny's not there emotionally for her, or or physically. And um, I'm praying that 
and I've been praying that she goes into a treatment center. Um, mm-hmm. She has no money. We help her in ways like this. We help. I, I'm paying for her for her um, insurance so she can go into a, a treatment center. She claims she's trying to um, detox herself, and she went into this delusion thing where she doesn't trust nobody. Here we are, 2,800 miles away, and we're where our hands are. I mean, she need. I, I just need to have a lot of prayers said for her. <laughs> Bonnie, absolutely. You mentioned the distance. You know, geographically, we are sometimes very, very far away from the people that we love and care for, and in this case, you are praying for. But just remember, you know, we are all united in God and by His grace. So we are going to pray that, you know, across the miles, God will be very, very gracious to Claire and to uh, listen to all of your prayers. God bless you all for what you're doing. And I just took a glance at my computer. I noticed that today is July 11th. One month from today, August 11th, is the Feast of St. Clair. So I, w- I would really encourage you, Bonnie, between now and then, maybe do a novena or two to St. Clair. Um, you got plenty of time to do that. But really call upon that great saint, St. Clair, mm-hmm. to, inter- to intervene for your Clair, because she is very—well, all the saints are powerful well, in their intercession. I believe Clair is the granddaughter, and Jennifer is the daughter. Bonnie, is that correct? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, okay. Okay, but still go to St. Clair. Yes, Sorry go to St. Clair. Uh, up there. Yeah, yeah, but go to St. Clair to protect your granddaughter. Absolutely, and so to make sure that she is, she is safe. Uh, Bonnie, I agree with Jerry. Sometimes when we're far away on the map, it's we feel helpless, especially as parents and grandparents. But there's a lot you can do spiritually. Okay, you have the guardian angels. Okay, your guardian angel, your daughter's guardian angel. You have the saints that are there um, pulling for you, rooting for you. Please. Bonnie, um, tap into the heavenly realm and ask them to help. Um, St. Teresa of Calcutta, better known as Mother Teresa, ask her to step in. She is known for bringing people off the streets and bringing them back home into safety. I don't know if you knew that, Bonnie. So you, there, there is heavenly support. You have to tap into it. Now, you might have to add some prayer and fasting, um, but get the whole family to really uh, um, you know, commit to this effort to really help Jennifer and help your granddaughter, okay? Yes, I will. And I really like listening to you guys every day. I, when I'm in my car, I can get you on my station, but at home, on the radio, I can't, it doesn't come in clear. Oh, okay. So I go out in the car and just sit in the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Bless your heart, Bonnie. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Well, that's why a lot of these Catholic radio affiliates, they need the necessary funds to upgrade their towers and their signals so they can get the signal to everybody in their homes. I I agree. That's why we, we work very hard to help raise money for Catholic radio. Well, we're praying today on the air, and we mentioned the Chaplet of Divine Mercy moments ago, and you can pray that beautiful prayer with everyone who listens to EWTN. Weekday mornings, 5 Eastern Time on EWTN Radio, Catholics literally around the world are in prayer, as we recall the devotion of St. Faustina to our Lord, and we grow closer in love with our Lord and His passion and His wonderful mercy. The Chaplet of Divine Mercy, Monday through Friday morning, 5 Eastern Time here on EWTN Radio. 
And I just want to let everybody know on social media, YouTube, Facebook, um, we've, we're logging all of the prayer intentions, Joanna, Michael, Talitha, uh, Regina, we'll, we'll, we'll get to everybody, but everybody's being logged into the book and Jerry will say the first prayer and we'll continue. Letitia is up next in Huntsville, Alabama on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Letitia. Yes, um, I am calling on the behalf of uh, me and my husband. Um, we are in ministry, um, have an evangelism ministry. We are um, a part of the Ambassadors for Christ at our uh, local church. And my husband has had a problem in the past with alcoholism and pornography, but through prayer and fasting and, you know, he has um, been delivered from the alcohol and the pornography. Um, he had an incident where his friend passed away mm-hmm. and recently and slipped. He slipped up and looked at something. Um, she ended up telling me that he looked at it, um, which I thought the problem was over. Uh, I mean, God is moving powerfully, uh, making impact at the orphanage home. We're doing Bible study. Our young men are, are giving their lives to Jesus. Um, and I don't know if this is a deal breaker for a marriage. Uh, we've gone through so much because of it. And most of it has, you know, vanished through prayer. But I'm still wondering, is that a, is it a root cause to his situation? Um, and I am, I am, I love him. I love ministry. I love what we do together, how we've made impact. However, um, this is beginning to be a deal breaker for me. Um, and I was just kind of wondering about that. Um, sure. Letitia, let me jump in real quickly. Um, it's beautiful that you and your husband are in ministry and you're helping a lot of souls. Um, we, you really need to turn this around and help your husband first. Okay. Um, because a lot of, uh, ministers of the faith and, and, and pastors and priests and, and clergy will tell you that, um, you, you can go out there and help other souls and that feels good. And that sounds good. And you're doing God's work in the vineyard. Absolutely. Um, but you got to take care of yourself. Okay. You can't give what you don't have. And your husband obviously is struggling with this, with pornography, even though, uh, through prayer, he got, he got past a lot of it. That is fabulous. We thank God for that. But you know, maybe his, his, you know, they, they, they have done studies on it that the brain chemistry changes after viewing all these images. Um, um, so he may need to go for additional support and help and therapy to get through this. If it were me, Letitia, I would say to my, my husband, we're going to pull back from ministry until you get on solid ground and you are in a good place. And then we'll enter back into ministry and we'll be supercharged and it'll be better than ever. What do you say to that? But we will pray, Letitia. Yes, that sounds good. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lati- I, I, I echo what Debbie said. I, I had a professor in college, you know, um, who who is very, very famous in, in the church as a speaker and an author and, and all of this stuff. And he made a comment that kind of struck me as a little bit odd when he first said it, but now I understand it. He said, God is more concerned with my salvation than with anything I can do to help other people with theirs. And It doesn't mean what you're doing to help other people with their salvation is unimportant, but uh, I think Debbie is right. You know, if, if you get to, if you get this, this time to really rally around with your husband, the two of you go deep into prayer, get healing prayer if you need it, mm-hmm. because we're talking about things, alcoholism and, and pornography that are really they're just symptoms of something much deeper mm-hmm. so we will definitely be in prayer Letitia and um, we'd love to have you uh, update us in the future if you get a chance call in on a future prayer show if, we, if you'd like and give a praise report but you, you will both be in our prayers you can be assured of that thank you for the call thank you okay Teresa is up next in Scranton Pennsylvania waiting so patiently on JMJ radio hello Teresa Hello, thank you for taking my call. Praise sure. be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. Um, now and forever. Mm-hmm. Amen. I just wanted to um, say that my granddaughter, who is three, has a um, tumor at the bottom of the brace of her base of her brain, and it's going into her spine, and um, it's cancerous. And I was down there when they first found out about it, and um, they are um, getting chemotherapy right now for it. And she's doing well, but um, I have gotten sick and been sick for a while, and now I have some um, spinal issues with some um, fractures in some of my vertebrae, and I need to get healthy to be able to help my daughter and my granddaughter. So I'm asking for prayers for Serafina and myself, and I've been praying for everybody. I've been doing a flying novena um, while I'm listening to all these beautiful people that need help. Wow, Teresa, you know, this is, I think it was mentioned early in the show, when we, when we have prayer intentions that involve very young children, you know, they, they really tug at all of our hearts. And uh, the only thing that comes to my mind immediately, Teresa, is as, as we're going to pray for your granddaughter, of course, and for you and all of your family, but you mentioned the, the, the health issues you're having right now, and I know you're already doing this, but I can just uh, maybe uh, reinforce what you're thinking, and that is just offer everything that you're going through for your granddaughter. I know, I know you and, and, and her mother, a lot of people would, would give their own lives to save her so i would just say make your suffering as much as you can an offering for her and we can maybe wait and see you know some beautiful things that god might do with that but uh, mm-hmm. debbie i don't know if you got a quick i just want to say Teresa, you know if there's one thing that just absolutely gets me to to burst into an emotional mess is is when i hear about children and cancer um so my my heart goes out to you your family your beautiful, beautiful granddaughter, three years old. She's, in my opinion, a saint. I mean, that little girl is is fighting a really tough fight. And so we will pray. We will take this on and, and pray that you get healthy so you can be there for them. Okay, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we uh, present to you all of the intentions, those that got on the air, even those that did not, of the entire Take Two family. Please, Lord, let your grace just flow through the lives and hearts and minds and souls of all who are listening. Please hear and answer their heartfelt requests according to your holy will. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, We logged everything, folks, and we'll continue to pray. Please do so um, as well. Go to Adoration, the Rosary, Divine Mercy Chaplet, whatever you can do, storm heaven for the Take Two family needs and intentions. Until tomorrow, 
Have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for all of us.